Welcome to the Unveiling Grace podcast, a place to experience a grace that heals. Allow this grace to take your life and your relationships to another level as it frees you from the weight of performance-based religion. Enjoy another episode as Joel Groh and Lynn Wilder share encouraging stories and candid dialogue that can help you experience a grace that heals. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Unveiling Grace podcast. We're glad you're with us. We've got another great interview. We've got guests with us again today. So I'm Joel Grote. And I'm Lynn Wilder, and these are some of my new favorite people. All right. I just met Justin and Amy Walton just probably a couple months ago. Okay, that's cool. We started talking, and Amy was kind of in those early stages where you're kind of afraid of what you're finding and you're not sure where you're going with all of this although she says she's been questioning for a little while so I'm eager okay. to well, hear. Well you have really interesting friends Lynn so I'm <laughs> always happy to interview them. <laughs> uh, yeah I know. I like the cowboy hat by the way Justin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah for all you guys out there. So Amy. You've been in the church for several generations, the yes. Latter-day Saint Church. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was born and raised Mormon, just very well, not strong. you, your family. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was brought in church by my family and um, very active. I got my young woman's medallion a year early. Um, I was always willing to go do temple work, just very active, very active. So. Wow, so, and an active family? Active so, family. Um, mom, dad, there. siblings? Um, mom, dad, siblings, all six, or we had five growing up. Um, okay. But uh, we were all active. My mom made us every Sunday get up and go to church. So <laughs> Whether you wanted to or not. In, Arizona. in yeah. Arizona? California. California. Oh, yeah. you grew okay. up in Southern grew, California? Yeah, grew up and mostly raised in California. Ah, okay. okay. So, three years ago. So, yeah. So, basically, I looking back at it now, um, my whole life I've had red flags about the church, but being the good little Mormon girl, I just set them on the shelf and just, you know, put it away because every time I did have a question, it was always an angry answer I'd get, like, you're not supposed to do it. So it was like, I made people angry when I asked questions, so mm. I just didn't yeah. ask them anymore. Right. So um, three years ago, we had a family, I call tragedy, when an ex-husband took two of our children. Um, wouldn't give them back for seven months. We didn't get to hear from them, see oh, them, wow. or anything. Accusing us of horrible, horrendous things. And it really kind of, I think it was supposed to happen because we were praying for peace. We just wanted peace between our families. We just wanted peace. And at that same time, we were looking to get sealed in the temple. We had been married for quite a few years and we wanted to be sealed in the temple. And so all this has just like, came on to us at one time wow and I was so overwhelmed so overwhelmed with church and just what to believe and I just had decided you know what I don't know what to believe anymore so I'm putting everything aside and God and Jesus are going to be my focus just that's wow so you so you hung on to that you You just figured that out on your yeah I I really did because I was so confused I was just so like tired of telling people me or you know, just being a barrier, like, between me and God, I just felt like there was just a barrier, like, I had to go talk to the bishop in order to talk to God, or, you know, to get my answers, I couldn't ask God directly, 
that's how mm-hmm. I felt. And I just said, you know what, forget this. Like, I just wanted to shove all religion aside, and I just wanted to <coughs> talk to God wow. because of what I was going through and how my heart was feeling. And so, I, what what did you find? Did so? Where so? Did you go to prayer? Did you go to like just the Bible? How did you stay connected with God and Jesus while you're trying to put aside like all the religious trappings? So um, I knew. So when I got my confirmation that God was with me and I didn't need all that extra stuff was Mm. it was about a couple months into this whole tragic thing. And I was just feeling so down. It was just one hit after another from the courts and things like that, that I went in my room and I just said, God, I need to feel your love. I just, I need to feel it right now because I was so down. And you can call me crazy. I don't care. But I felt an arm reach around me and hold me. And it wasn't that burning feeling like the Mormons say. Mm-hmm. It was love. It was just pure mm. love. And that's what I had been looking for my whole life. Like, I had never felt that before. Even, like, when I asked God in the Mormon religion, Mormon religion um, well, here's the deal. We are not going to call you crazy because you are not the first person who's experienced something like that. Who, so I felt it. You're not going to hear crazy I, from us, girl. <laughs> I don't know if you've gotten through Unveiling Grace yet, but in the book, right, don't I tell a really similar experience yes, where I'm sitting yes. in a hospital with your baby the yes. bed and literally I feel yes, God I wrap his that. arm around me. I remember that. Yeah. yeah, and I felt it. I don't care what anybody says. I felt it. And so that, to me, was God's confirmation of, I'm right here. You don't need anything else. I'm here. Talk to me. Because I knew I just had to focus on God and Christ. Wow. That was my focus. So how much of this struggle and all this are you sharing with Justin? Oh, he was there 100%. He saw my tears. He saw my okay. struggles. He saw... So he he's, was, he's tracking he, with you on all this then. He, okay. When I passed out in church, he literally was the one that picked me up and carried me Wait, home. wait, wait, wait. You passed out in <laughs> I church? I passed out in church because it was, it was actually the day before I said this prayer that I felt God's presence. I passed out in church because I was fasting. I was trying to basically This is why you're still up. going to LDS church, right? Yeah, I was okay. still, you know, having questions, but I still wanted... I was still scared not to go to church because... Because you have to be worthy to feel the Spirit. Exactly. In order for God to talk to you, right? Exactly. I still felt like I had to take the sacrament. I still felt like I had to pay my tithing. I still felt like I had to be involved or else God wasn't going to bless me with getting my children back. And when I passed out and I went home and, you know, the next day I said this prayer of his love, I think that was the turning point of, do I really need all this extra to talk to God? Why Why do I need to go around the corner yeah. to talk to him? Why can't mm. I just talk to him? Mm. That's how yeah. I was feeling. And so that's how it all started. <laughs> okay. So what's the... Well, I want to ask how many kids and how old they are, because people are going to be curious about <laughs> that true. when all this happened. We are a blended family. Altogether, we have seven children. Um... I have four from previous relationships. Justin has two. Uh, we had custody of all the boys at the time, and the girls lived with their mom. Huh? Oh, yeah, we have one boy together. So, yeah. Wow, you guys. So your ex took how many? He took 
The two that were his. The two that yeah. were his. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, was he a part hard. of performance-based religion, too? He was actually LDS, too. He's He was born and raised Mormon. Okay. So for him to do this was pretty... And I've forgiven him. I've moved on, and I'm okay with it now, you know? So it's So where did... How did this all pan out? What's... So um, <laughs> we prayed and prayed and prayed, and we prayed that a judge would just see the truth. And she did. I kept very good records of taking the... One of the complaints was we weren't taking the children to the doctor's appointments. And I kept very good records. Every month they were at their doctors when they were supposed to. Um, just, I kept very good records of everything and we just prayed. And <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to bring this up or not, but we had a Mormon attorney with us as well. And looking back, I, there's just a lot of disturbing things that really he shouldn't have been doing as a Mormon. Like, was kind of like, whoa, wait a second. You right. know, that's kind of... We're not supposed to do that, you know, but I mean, I guess he wanted to win his case. But I mean, because I kept such good records, the judge was like, this is ridiculous. Give her back the kids. And she actually gave us back the kids that very day. Oh, so it was, I think he got charged. And he was charged with um, perjury, perjury or, bribing a public officials. Yeah. So, okay, so there's yeah, the yeah he there's a lot of not very good stuff. So, but, but God uses this, this, right? right. God <laughs> uses this, right? That's, that's <laughs> what we were. Yes, God has so many agendas because not only did we get <laughs> peace out of this, yeah, we got our eyes open to the truth. Mm. I'm feeling, you know. So what? So you're already going. Okay, I don't need the system. I don't need the religion. I don't need the organization to bring me close to God. But what is it that starts to make you question the veracity of the system itself? Um, So that one we actually um, came upon, I would say, no more than three months ago. Um, Because Lynn and I, we just met a couple months ago. So about three months ago, I was actually looking, okay, you know, give me facts proof of the Mormon church, the Book of Mormon's true. And there was just thousands and thousands of websites of it's not true. Like this has been debunked. This has been debunked. Like, so I was like, okay, I want to know, you know, from the Mormon side and from the Christian side, because I want to know both roads. And sure. I don't want to be duped anymore. Basically. If you're after truth, then okay, truth exactly. is going to win out. Exactly. And yet you want the Lord, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I want it God-based, you know, so... I, the first thing I looked into was the Joseph Smith papyri and mm-hmm. how he translated that papyri. And so did you ever see the video Lost Book of Abraham? No. Never saw that. Okay. We did that. I just wondered. It's, okay. all, about, it's all about the Book of Abraham and the translation of the papyri. Oh, cool. I'm gonna it's online for free. Oh, I'm going <laughs> to so, read it. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Yeah, so coming to find out that that whole Joseph Smith papyri was not true, like he totally got it wrong like you either get it right or you get it wrong through god's revelation right you know so that to me debunked him as a prophet so i was like hold on a second if that if he's not giving true revelation what else is not true Mm -hmm. and then i just kept uncovering dark secret after dark secret after dark secret and i was just like wow it yeah. just really and that I mean and that's why so much because Lynn and I are both involved in ministry with people that are heavily involved in performance-based religions and especially Mormonism mm-hmm. uh, and one of the things we really encourage people to do is don't 
try to force people to like look at anti-Mormon literature, as it's called. Mm-hmm. Don't push people. Don't try to just tear apart Mormonism. Expose them to the truth. Let God begin because of the relationship to draw him to himself. Because at the point when they're ready and they want to know truth, the truth is there and it's very easy to find. Exactly. And it sounds like that's exactly what happened with you. That's exactly what happened. And Lynn put it perfectly. There is, comes a time where you have to put it away because it does come, become soul crushing. You know, it, it, all the lies, all the things. And, and I personally, I still love the Mormon church. I still love their principles of it, how they're all yep. about family and loving one another. I am so for that. And some, you know, and that's okay, but, right, you know, like you said, it just, it takes the seed and it, it's there for when people are ready, you know, so. So, once again, I'm going to ask, because, you know, you're a couple, you do stuff together. As you're finding this, are you, like, sharing this with Justin? Is I he am. on his own quest? or? Yes, and I wish my husband would have shown me these red flags sooner, because <laughs> he's had so many red flags pop up when he was learning about the church eight years ago. And he, I don't love, were you just like scared to tell me or how was it? What was some red flags that you had? I was still learning. That's, that's all I could say. I was still learning. I was still questioning. The one thing that got me is I took the Pathways program. And in their Pathways program, it felt more like church than church, if that makes any sense. When I went okay. to the Pathways program, I learned more from them than I did going to church. But one of the things that they push in there is, what is it? always always investigate. Make sure what you're seeing is true. Oh, okay. But then, but, then, but then when you ask them, they revert everything back to the Book of Mormon. I could never find the connection between the Book of the Mormon, or the Book of Mormon, and the Bible. Um, so it was just... It was always question, and then they say things like God gives you free will. Well, God gives us free will. Why is there so many rules? You know, or if it says there's no other religion in, than this one, why is why it, it? If we all believe in God and Jesus, how come we're all not reading the same book here? Right. Oh, good <laughs> yeah. point. Say that again. <laughs> <laughs> I said, if we all believe in God and Jesus, how come we're all not reading the same book? Mm, so we're I, yeah. Christians too. Yeah. I mean, yes. But that's yeah. that's a lot of right. different religions. Well, and this is and this is and this <coughs> just isn't. So people know the podcast isn't about like picking on Mormons or Mormonism because yeah, Lynn and I, I both love to. Mormon people incredibly. We have very dear friends. I've never been, um, she has, but our connection goes long and deep into it. And so we have incredible compassion, incredible love for the people. Because this just isn't a thing with the Mormon religion. Any performance-based religion, this is what you find. You find that, you know what? We talk a good game about investigation and making sure and looking into things until you start looking into us too closely and then it's like oh no don't go there because doubt is a tool of the enemy and so if you start looking too hard at us and so it's like this double standard right don't read this book they used to tell us don't go to this website that's anti right right? and so i'm just saying just so people know this isn't just a mormon thing this is any performance-based religious group that's man-centered that wants 
to capture your allegiance and in essence draw you away so your ultimate allegiance isn't God and Jesus, it's their organization. And this control. is what you're gonna find. Right. And control. Yeah. Sure. Yep. So yeah. Well, okay, so so you're getting support from him, though. You're not getting pushback because no, sometimes no, that no, happens. No. Sometimes one spouse starts looking and finding stuff, and they try to share, and the other one's like, "Well, no, no, don't, don't confuse me with the facts." Um, uh, and I don't think we've said that Justin was a convert, right? Yes, he was. I'm not sure. He was, I was eight years about mm-hmm. yeah. okay. at this point. When we got married. Yeah, but yeah. like so. every time the missionaries would visit, I'd have like a list of questions for him, and. Not a, lot of answers. Not a lot of answers. You know, so, some gave me some direction for an answer, but when I looked deeper into it, I still couldn't find the answer because some of it was like about the coffee and the tea. Yeah. So I started reading all these books on nutrition on how beneficial it is for you naturally. Right. And it's like, well, we're supposed to take care of ourselves, but we can't have the stuff that takes care of ourselves. Right. A lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like you said, we're not here to destroy the Mormon Church. We love the fundamentals of it. We love them. You know, we have and family members in it, so we're not here to destroy. Right. Yeah. They're awesome. They're people. great people. So what's the absolutely? Um, but kind of what you've what learned is you might not need the church organization in order to have a relationship with God. Exactly. Right? And you said it best in your book. Like this Christian God, kind of like Biggie sizes the Mormon God because this God that I'm talking to, I can talk directly to. I don't have to go and talk to somebody else to talk to God. You know, I can talk to him directly. And that's what I love about it. It's just, or do you like, and your son said it perfectly, Lynn, is like, as a Mormon now, like, do you know if you're going to heaven? Uh, no, because do I have my temple recommend? Have I been paid my tithing? Have I doing this? Have, like, you don't know until right, you the die. the list is so long. Exactly. Yeah. And it was so much of a burden on me. Like, I never felt worthy enough ever ever and now that i'm feeling and i'm reading the new testament and realizing that jesus christ already fulfilled those things we don't have to do them anymore you know he jesus christ fulfilled those because god loved us so much he sent his son to do these things for us right and so why do i need the temple work if jesus already fulfilled it like why you know so that's my question is what and that's why i want everybody to realize like why do you need that if you know right. jesus already did it what was the point of jesus dying on the cross to me yep. that was the biggest question what was the point well i, I can add something to some of her stuff there like okay. this is going to sound a little weird but i always watched duck dynasty yeah okay yeah and i've never in my life seen anybody more into jesus and god than them like yeah. they're they're living it <laughs> not yeah. just saying it they live yep. it mm-hmm. right. and then i watch this episode where Phil and the boys all got together and they, they got one one of the church members a house. And she would didn't she didn't live in the nicest house. So they got her one when she was on vacation <laughs> or whatever she was. Yeah. And I was telling her, I said, So you're gonna tell me those guys right there that feed thy neighbor and take take care of each other are going to not go to heaven because yeah. they're not in the same religion. That was a huge problem. I don't think us. so. Yeah. Well, and again, that's where performance-based <coughs> religions always lead. They always lead to what you have to do to earn God's favor and make it to the goal. And within biblical Christianity, no, it's about all the stuff Jesus already did exactly. that he wants to give to you to guarantee that you will make it. 
where God wants you to be. Yeah. So in performance-based religion, I believe the Mormon church was the one true church on the face of the earth. And I was not aware of the things that existed outside of Mormonism. Yeah, so I think sometimes when folks first step into a Christian church or open their eyes to biblical Christian faith, they're shocked to know that people get healed sometimes, that God actually talks to people sometimes, yeah. that he shows up and answers prayer or that the word actually has answers for things you've been asking questions about right and don't be yeah. afraid don't be afraid to ask to go to a christian church because that's my i'll admit that was my biggest fear oh was contacting it? Okay. you lynn was what if they shut the door in my face because we have been told by christians before like you guys are mormon they pretty much slam the door in our face because we were like too far oh. gone, I guess. You know, so I really was. I was oh, so scared so to call Lynn and get in contact with her because I was like, what if they feel the same way? But it's not like that. The Christians yeah. want you to see like you don't need that burden. It's right. a burden. Within every religious system, Christian and otherwise, you have a whole spectrum of people. Talks about a hand and a foot in the body and this one does this there are all these options i mean you can literally choose which way you want to worship you want guitars you don't want guitars you want hymns you want yeah you know yeah. and and so you can choose the people too that you fellowship with and right. that you pray with and all of that and the beauty is we and, all consider each other believers even if you may not like this church's style of worship, yeah. they're still part of the body. They're still accepted. So Mormons yeah. say that Christians are divisive and they're always fighting with each other. Well, we have diversity and we like it that way. Right, <laughs> exactly. At the end of the day, we all sit down and we all have dinner together as a family. You know, that's how it is. Right. Like, that's what I'm feeling. Like, there's a lot of diversity in Christian church. And, hey, I don't like it. But at the end of the day, everybody gives each other a hug. Okay, we'll see you next week. You know, and it's like... That doesn't happen in Mormon church. There's a lot of, okay, you didn't believe, so we're not talking to you anymore. We so Justin that. brought up agency, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In the Christian church, you have agency about what you're going to do with your money. <laughs> One of the coolest things for me when I left was I didn't have to pay tithing to the Mormon church anymore. Yes. Now I've got money I can do anything I want with, right? I can give this to God, but in a way that, I choose to. Mm -hmm. So I'm given to orphanages and I'm giving goats to people in Africa. And I'm, it was so fun, yeah. right? And if somebody needs a car, you can give them one of your cars. It's And we were told we couldn't do that. Testament only has one specific thing about giving. And it says everybody needs to give in accordance with how the spirit leads them with a heart of gratitude and not under compulsion. The yes. only place you have compulsive tithing is in the Old Covenant in the Old Testament where everything was mandatory. Sabbaths, festivals, foods, and Jesus fulfills all that stuff in the New Covenant yes. and now none of that is mandatory. Everything is done how the Spirit leads you. And that to me is one of the saddest things about performance-based religion groups is they they take people out of the freedom of the Spirit in the New Testament and they shove them back into the bondage of the Old Covenant and law 
which the Apostle Paul calls a ministry of death. He calls it a ministry of condemnation. It's Romans, <laughs> right? 5.1 that says, don't, don't allow yourself, once you're free in Christ, don't allow yourself to be dragged back, back in. under yeah, that I think it's bondage. Romans. If it's not Romans 1, yes. we'll put the right reference in the show notes. Yeah. Well, we're like, we're like down to like our last minute or so here. Guys, the last couple minutes of the podcast and just share with us where you are with God and what you would like somebody who's maybe where you're at to know because Honestly, we people all over the spectrum talk. listen to this. Yeah, get a hold of Lynn. She's always so willing to talk to us and don't be afraid. We're, we were so afraid to ask. Just yeah. don't be afraid. And he hasn't given us a spirit of fear. Well, maybe Justin and wasn't research afraid. research with an open heart. <laughs> yeah, research. Re- research with an open heart and a clear mind. Don't believe. Why not investigate yeah. whether God might be real, right? I mean, you might not mean? like either one and find a whole nother religion. You know, for all you know. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, investigate. The, don't be scared. The Bible, it's kind of just written out in black and white. There's no gray area. It tells you how it is, good and bad. It doesn't just say the good in there. You get oh no, it's you get the, the whole story. Yeah, yeah. You get it has if God is truth, right? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> and it helped talking to a former member of the church because they knew where I was coming. You guys know where I'm coming from. You have my same questions. You have my same doubts. You have everything. I'm going through right now, you've already been through. So it's right. it's so helpful to know, you know, there it's okay. Right. You know, it's and okay. there's thousands of us. Yes. Right. Exactly. I didn't realize there's a lot of people out there. Please know. On this side. Please yeah. know you are yeah. not alone. Not alone. Um, and reach out to us. And uh, a good place to find, uh, find Lynn is the unveilinggracepodcast.com. Um, you can contact her directly. We'll put links to Lynn and her book and resources, as well as IRR, Institute for Religious Research. We've got a lot of the more like knowledge-based stuff um, on our website, so we'll do that for people. And we're not really that divisive. We have different ministries in different states, and we actually work together. Yeah, look at that. And we get along most of the time, too. <laughs> well, hey, thank you guys for being with us. Um, it's thank been you a for joy. Thank you for Yeah. And until next time, grace and peace. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Unveiling Grace podcast. Join us next time for another conversation devoted to helping your life and relationships flourish. As always, you can find show notes, program transcripts, And leave us your comments and questions at unveilinggracepodcast.com. For a limited time, we are offering the Wilders book, Seven Reasons We Left Mormonism, for a donation of any amount. Go to unveilinggracepodcast.com and click on the free book button to request yours. We greatly appreciate your support for the Unveiling Grace podcast, where you can experience a grace that heals.